I always say, hey, $150 if you're just getting into the business, don't undervalue yourself. And so you got so many, so many yeah. people out there um, charging $30 a resume, $25. I'm like, how are you guys doing this? And so um, a lot of times their business fails. They don't scale. They don't really go anywhere because you're not appropriately um, charging for your time and how long it might take mm-hmm. you to actually do that resume. You want to know what's next? They have their way and we have this way. You're listening to the Hatchets Way podcast with the mobile notary bagman himself, Mr. Andre C. Hatchet. Tune in. All right, great day, everyone. I hope you're doing well. I am Andre C. Hatchet back at you with another episode of the Hatchets Way podcast. Episode, I believe episode 17 now, man. We've been cooking out here, baby. We've been yeah, cooking. Yeah. Uh, we got my main man, Brandon, in the building. What's up, Brandon? What's going on, man? Happy to be here. Good stuff. Good stuff. Brandon, I met Brandon year? Year ago? Yeah, about a year ago. Yeah. About a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, crazy cool dude. Great energy. We met at an EYL event. Shout out to EYL. Uh, he, we, we were we were drinking. Or well, I was. Um, yeah, yeah. Probably, we were drinking. Cooking it up. We were, we were drinking and cooking it up. He just impressed me. Great energy. Just just on it, right? Just on and on and on. I was like, I was like all right, come on. We'll, we'll, let's get you on on the YouTube channel that was uh, about a year or so ago. And um, he's just been kicking ass ever since. And I meet a lot of people who, are, who say they're entrepreneurs. I meet a ton of them. Very, very little, very few of them have a great follow through, but he does. He does. So shout out to Brandon. Brandon, how are you guys, sir? I'm doing excellent, man. Blessed and highly favored. Happy to be here. Happy to talk about what I do, um, especially because I, I got a lot going on. I'm a serial entrepreneur. So whichever one we can talk about, you just go ahead and not pick at it. Yeah, man. Um, I'll give them your age, your background and what you own. Absolutely. So I am 24 years old from Long Island, New York, specifically Uniondale. Um, I am currently the CEO and founder of a company called BrandResumes.com. BrandResumes is a career advancement service. So we do everything from professional resume writing to cover letter writing, LinkedIn writing, interview coaching, all the way to getting people on job boards and even applying jobs on their behalf. So it's pretty cool there. I also am a partner of a trucking fleet. So I'm uh, called NextGen Logistics. So we are moving trucking and um, all types of things all the way from Jersey, PA, back down to Georgia, to Texas and across. And then I also um, have a uh, a cybersecurity training business called um, called uh, TFU uh, Cybership Program, where we're teaching um, young kids how to get into the field of cybersecurity. So doing a lot of different things across the board. Um, but yeah. what I'm happy and and I spend a lot of my time on is the brand resumes. That's just the, the flagship stuff that we that we got going yeah. on. Yeah, um, Jamaican American um, and all Jamaican that. American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamaican American. Shout out to the Yadman Dem. <laughs> Um, but you left something out that you do What's that? Or, and or oh, that you live yeah, in, that you're in right now, probably, unless you, unless you moved. Oh man. And the real estate, you want real estate, the real estate. I can't forget <laughs> you about, know the, real about the real estate. Real you know, estate, we got to talk about is, that. It's crazy. Yeah. Real I estate. Be owned, baby. You know how we roll. Family, not a passive, you know, it's got so many passive income streams. They really passive. <laughs> <laughs> you forget about that. They're so passive. <laughs> That's a, that's a good thing to have. That's a good feeling. So many Absolutely. passive income streams, you forget you have them. Um, tell the people about your uh, property in Jersey City, and you got one more. If I'm not mistaken, this is last. Yeah, week. so we're 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 working on closing a second property in Connecticut, specifically nice. Water, Waterbury. It's a great place to invest in. It's coming up. They got a lot of mm-hmm. development there. The first property is a three-family property in Newark, New Jersey. I bought it um, towards the the tail end of 2018 at 375. It's worth about almost 500 now. 
Uh, oh, it's been shit. amazing. Um, all all three tenants um, have been amazing. Haven't skipped the beat paying rent. That's what I'm saying. It's passive. Right. It's passive. <laughs> uh, but it's it's been a blessing to be able you to live do in that the property, and, right? Huh? And 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 it's what you live in the property, correct? No, I don't. It's it's completely. Oh, so it's, it's a oh, no. Shit. I don't. Um, I live in Bayonne, New Jersey. Um, in a duplex, but that's just on its on its own. Um, it's been amazing from a cash flow perspective, and yeah, nice. that was an investment that I made with my older brother and I. Um, and it's just been paying off since, you know, I, I decided wow. to take some money out of my 401k because, you know, when you look at your 401k for any of those who have that from an employer perspective, they're matching you. Right. So you're getting all that great money and you can actually use some of those funds to buy your first house. So I thought about it. I said, well, let's get that FHA going. Took out some money on that 401k. 3.5. Yeah, yeah. I took out some of that 401k money. Um, and it was great. It was, it was a really smart investment. Good stuff. So uh, you have the property in Newark and you rent in Bayonne? Yes, correct. Correct. So all of my rent is covered for by that property, plus some of the other things that I do. Wow. So so the property, it went up 100 grand in value in two years? Two years. About, about a year and a half. About a year and seven months. A year and a half. You made 100 grand in the property. You correct. Where you live at, the, the property pays for where you live at. Um, you got a good life. And you're 24. 24. Correct. Not bad. Not bad. I was going to be sick by the time I was my age. So uh, shout out to brother. Shout out to you for having that foresight and vision and your brother. Shout out to y'all. All right. So let's talk about it. Resume writing. Is there money in writing and how do people make money? Oh, my God. So there are so many people in the resume writing space and just writing space. But let me take it a step back. Right. So let's mm-hmm. look at just the, the business of freelancing. Freelancing is huge. Uh, the statistics show that one in three Americans or essentially 60 million Americans freelance. Right. Um, and that can be wow. anything from bookkeeping, dog walking, uh, stock trading, resume writing, um, software development, you name it. Right. So you got 60 million Americans. Now, out of that 60 million Americans, which is poised to grow into, in over the next five years, um, it gets segmented out. So you got your creative people, graphic designers, content creators, videographers, photographers, which takes about, about like 33% of the freelancing um, space. And then you have about a 20% is about is, is for writers. So writers is huge, right? So you got resume writers like what I do, cover letter writers, LinkedIn writers, grant writers, copywriters, sales writers. I mean, ghost writers writing for celebrities, you name it. So the writing space is big. Um, and freelancing, uh, taking a bigger step back, has contributed about $1.2 trillion, um, in just in global revenue in all, all of 2019. And, and we're going to see what these 2020 numbers look like. So, yes, if you just took it from that perspective, just writing and in general is a very lucrative skill set. But when you narrow into resume writing, cover letter writing and uh, LinkedIn writing, it's it's huge and it's immense. It's more of a transactional based business because people are coming to you with a need. Right. Um, yeah. So I always give this amazing analogy um, and it goes like this. Right. So if your plumbing broke today, right? And next thing you know, your floor is flooded. What are you going to do? You're going to call a plumber, right? Mm -hmm. If your roof flies off or you got a crack in your roof and you're like, what's going on? You're going to call a roofer. So if you're not getting a job, if you're not landing a job, you're not getting any interviews, you don't know what's going on. You can't get hired. Why are you not calling a resume writer, right? And so that's kind of how I... Um, just put it in the context of the need. It's a needs-based business, very similar to legal stuff, very similar to yeah. accounting stuff. People need a job. Yeah. Without a job, you can't really do anything, right? Um, and so, you know, it's been around since 1481, since Leonardo da Vinci created the first resume back then. And when he first, you know, way back when created that resume, it was to just show 
showcases his artwork and things like this. And it's really morphed over time to be the staple for the recruitment industry, right? Any recruiter, high manager, headhunter, you know, even down to like high school, they, they uh, teach you about resumes. So it's, it's been around for a long time. Um, and so it's also recession proof. So again, we could not have predicted the, the pandemic hitting us, you know, this, this kind of this year. And what that did is it kind of exacerbated, you know, the need for people to um, need us because people unfortunately were getting laid off, furloughed, fired, um, or just yep. getting really scared about their career. Where are they going? What, what direction? Um, and people typically are extremely, you know, close hearted about their job and like about, you know, where they work. You got to look at the statistics. We spend on roughly on average about nine to 10 hours a day working. Right. And so when it comes to the job, it's really, really something that people take extremely serious. And so when you are in the kind of superhero capacity to help people get jobs and help them, you know, advance their salaries and and get more revenue out of their, their nine to five to invest in the six to 10, like I did, like, like you did, um, there is a huge need for us. Good stuff. Good stuff. Wow. That's dope. So I have good writing skills. Well, I don't, but someone watching this does. They, they, I, I know what I'm good at. So, 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 so someone has no, has no writing skills. People ask them all the time, oh, can you review my resume? Can you update my cover letter? Can you write my paper? There's always the go-to writer person in the crew. Uh, what are two steps that they can use to turn that into some income? And how much income are we talking so two, two, two steps for them to take their writing skills and, and transfer it into the field of resume writing. Yep. Exactly. Bingo. Yep. Right, right, right. So one is you got to really understand the, the, your target audience, because the first things first is you're writing literally a one or two page document. Um, and believe it or not, the average resume writing writer, um, an average resume actually is about only 300 words. So believe it or not, huh. this 300 wow. word document is super powerful for two pagers, about 600 words, 650 words or so. So yeah, you're only writing a two-page document. Now in that 300 words of a resume, you just need to understand um, the, the terminology. So whether it's like, hey, you come from a sales background, you might be good at writing sales resumes off rip. If you come from a, you know, a technology background, you might be really good at writing technology resumes from the start. So if you don't understand the industry of the terminology, might be a small learning curve there. But overall, just first understanding um, who you're writing for and then just being able to understand uh, just really small things like grammar, punctuation, consistency in terms of formatting. I always say that a resume is 50% formatting, right? Because how it looks visually is extremely important. And then it's 50% content because what you're putting in there, really, you want it to woo the actual hiring manager recruiter. Like you need to write from a, a, a powerful style. You don't want to use no weak action verbs or weak things. Super powerful that when someone is reading it, they're like, ah, that was amazing. Like, what, really? You did that? Yeah, like, okay, I'm going to need you. I'm I'm going to need to call you in. So essentially having any background in marketing or just being able to write marketing like content helps because you're marketing your client for an actual job seeker. Like think about it like this. The uh, actual company is the buyer and the, your client as the job seeker is the product. So the, the they're buying the product that you're putting in front of, which is the resume. And so on average, I mean, the average resume goes for about like $350 a resume. That's like average in, in the US. Now, some people charge a lot more. I know people who charge anywhere from a thousand to $1,500 for a resume and they are making sales. And I know people wow. who charge anywhere from like, you know, $100 to $150, you know, for a resume and they're making a ton of sales. 
And so there's like a really wide range of people, of what people charge in this space. Um, but I always say that when you're first starting, charge about $150 right out the gate. Okay. Um, it's something that's okay. reasonable. People have $150. And you know, think about the ROI, right? Like they're going to pay $150 one time, right? So one time investment in their future. And that might net them five, 10, 15, $20,000 in a salary increase. Or think about it this way, if they don't even have a job, they're losing thousands of dollars every week <laughs> that they're not getting paid. So, Hold on a second. Stop there. Stop there. So uh, if someone says, hey, do this for free, I'm, uh, you know, like, like I, I have to get a new job. You could say, well, I'll be glad to help you, glad to assist you, but you're making no money now because you don't have a job. Isn't it worth it to pay me 100, 150 bucks one time for me to help you get a job? Absolutely. Yeah. Makes sense to me. It's okay. clear. It's yep. clear. It's a really clear value proposition. I'm going to give you this document that you're going to go and you're going to get a job with, and then you're going to go make, you know, crazy amount of times X on that small investment. And so um, it's, it's really amazing. And so I always say, hey, $150, $200, if you're just getting into the business, don't undervalue yourself. And so you got some, so yeah. many people out there um, charging $30 a resume, $25. I'm like, how are you guys doing this? And so um, a lot of times their business fails. They don't scale. They don't really go anywhere because you're not appropriately um, charging for your time and the, how long it might take mm-hmm. you to actually do that resume, right? And so um, we've invented the what I've considered the most efficient process for writing resumes where it's not a ton of phone calls with clients. It's really straightforward. Um, they're filling out a questionnaire process on most times. You're reviewing it. You're sending them some follow-up questions. You get that first draft resume. You send it to them. You might go back and forth once or twice, fix this, fix that, and then boom, finalized. So it's really simple and we've created a really great process. And that's kind of what I talk about a lot because if you look at any business, right? SOPs, standard operating procedures, processes, systems, how you go about systematizing your business is extremely important if it's you everything. do want to scale, right? That's and everything. so, um, yeah, we do it real smooth, real clean. Um, and that's what's, 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 what's the most important thing. I think that a lot of times um, people don't really focus on their process and really identifying how can I do this simpler? How can I automate certain things so that it's just a smooth sailing from, hey, got this client. He was interested, had a quick 10 minute consultation with them. And then, you know, now we're in the process of doing the work. It gets done. And then that's it. Um, And so that's what I tend to focus on. And I mentor a lot of resident writers who just got started or people, even people with more experience than, than, than I. Um, because we've been able to just figure out how to do this real simple, right? Um, yeah. Even when I was in like 11th grade, I remember taking um, chemistry in 11th grade from Mrs. Quackenbush, right? Um, crazy hard teacher. And one of the biggest things that she used to tell us when we were going to, into chemistry, and we're looking at all these periodic tables and stuff, and she gave us the acronym of KISS, right? Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. I love so just, stupid people. I love us. <laughs> keep, it, keep it simple, man. You don't you, you don't want to you don't want to overcomplicate things in, in any business that you do, especially service based businesses, um, because the, the customer experience is extremely important. Right. How your customer feels about the service and how it's if it's seamless, people are going to, you know, word of mouth. They're going to refer you. And yeah. so that's what I, I tend to focus on when I'm when I'm writing resumes for clients, whether they're an entry level graduate, mid career professional, whether they're an executive, whether they're a C-suite federal resume, whether they just came out of the military and they're trying to transition back 
back into civilian life. I mean, let's talk about the different types of resumes because it's it's not like a hey, I'm just gonna write this resume. Each resume that you write, um, you get to price differently because you're literally yep, helping someone true. at a different seniority level. So what you charge a someone right out of school, zero to two years of experience, might be slightly different than what you you know upcharge somebody who has like five to ten years of experience. They're a little bit more mid career professional. Uh, okay. They're already in the workforce. They might pay a little bit more because they're looking for a higher paid job versus an executive. Our executive rates are a lot higher than our mid career professional rates because hey, they have more experience. If you're working on a resume that has some fifteen to twenty years of experience, you might go into two pages. So it's just a little more work involved, right? And you know that, hey, I'm going to write this resume. They're going to go pitch this one page document to get a $200,000 a year job. I've seen it before. We get, we gotten people hired for it before. So you get to charge based off of their seniority level, which is super cool. And then if you got people looking at federal res- uh, federal government jobs, that's completely different in terms of what the federal government looks at. So you got different styles, different formats there. And then even people who are transitioning back from the military, how do you even talk about military work? Right. Like mm. it's it's not like your average like project management, your average, you know, uh, accounting stuff. It's different verbiage. And that's kind of what um, we do. So there's a different there's so many different levels and, and tiers. But at the end of the day, it's the same thing. They need to get this document to put in front of somebody so that they can get called for an interview. That's the main yep. purpose of even hiring a resident writer, which is why the demand is so high right now is because mm-hmm. people need interviews. And the thing is, is that when you get into the business of resume writing, you quickly realize that, wait, I can start adding on services. I could, okay, so let's talk about the whole value chain. You got to do the resume, right? And then what? Then you might want to do a LinkedIn profile Mm add-on because the LinkedIn profile is just as important. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then they might want a cover letter. Mm -hmm. And then they might need an interview coach because now they're not, you know, they're not getting through the interview process. And then, you know what? They might really like you. Now they might want a career coach because they just listened to everything that you're like, you like, you have to say. And now you're like the beacon of good information. And they're like, you know, I don't know about this topic. Salary negotiation help is another service. So you can just literally get into this field through resume writing as your entry point and then start to expand on your services over time because there's so many things that people really, truly need. Um, And believe it or not, I talk to people double my age, three times my age. I talk to people younger than me and everybody goes through the same problems. One, they're not getting any interviews. So there's something wrong there. They feel they're not confident in what they on what they wrote themselves. People are not great writers. They're just not really good. Um, And so you got these very common scenarios that come up all the time. And it's just like repeat business because people have the same issues and you're like the knight in shining armor with, hey, I can help you out because I know how these um, hiring systems work. I know what the right keywords that you need on your resume. I know how to, you know, put together these few bullet points. I know what's relevant. One of the biggest challenges is relevancy because what happens is (laughs) you get a job, right? And you look at the job description and the job is like, you're going to do this, 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 and this. Let's say this, you're going to do 10 things. When you get into that job, you're going to do like a hundred things at your job. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's always the truth. <laughs> right? So it's like the bait and switch. Um, and so trying to figure out what's relevant to talk about, what's really going to, mm. you know, hit home, you know, because I do so many different things. And, you know, when you lead projects and when you're responsible for like big initiatives and big transformations and, you know, you save the company $5 million and this year you get real close and personal to the work that you individually contributed to. So sometimes it gets really hard to even say, well, how do I say this, say that, say that? And then people just want to put every single thing. And that's why you see like seven page resumes. Mm. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's, that's true. It's definitely it's definitely that. a lot. You know, people people don't know stuff. people definitely don't know how stuff. to condense. Mm-hmm. Let me have them real quick, Brandon. All right. So I know I can I can write well. I, I can hook a resume as well. I have a full time gig. Can I do this part time and all weekends? Oh, absolutely. Um, we have about 35, 40 resident writers part-time contract who work with us um, and they love it. They love working with us um, because you got to think about it. You know, if you have a full-time job, you still have time when you come home. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. again, the resident writing process in general, that's why I'm always telling people to invest in this as a side hustle and, and go and try and maybe look into becoming a resident writer because again, this process isn't like a one-day thing where it's like you got a deadline and a day, a 24-hour turnaround. Typically, you have about you know, five business days, seven business days, people know this is like, this is, you know, thought, um, you know, invoking work. This is not something that you're just like, okay, I'm gonna just, you know, write some nonsense and then hand you back a document and say, here you go. So it takes about anywhere from five to seven business days, maybe three to five business days. So you have time to say, okay, you, you got a new client on a Monday. Um, even if you just started until Tuesday, you, you, re- you review their initial resume, you, re- you review their questionnaire response. Maybe on Wednesday, you decide to work on your follow-up questions and then you, you send them some follow-up questions. They get back to you on Wednesday. By Thursday, you know, you work on the draft resume and then, you know, you send it to them on Thursday. You spend an hour maybe working on it, 30 minutes, and then they love it or they have some revisions and you're done by Friday. And that's one client. And you can think about, you know, they could do a lot, a lot faster. It could be done in, in 24 hours and in in 48 hours, but you have mm-hmm. time to do this work. It's not something that's like, okay, you got to get it done immediately. And so you're that's able dope. to manage so many different clients. That's dope. So, so let's say it, that we use your 150 number, uh, 150, well, there's seven days in a week. Let's say that we work four of those days, 150 times five. So we have 150, 300, 450, uh, 600, 750, 750 yeah. a week. Absolutely. Not bad. Not Absolutely. bad. So 750 times four. What's that, Brandon? 750 times four is 3,000. So 3,000 bucks a month. 3,000 dollars a month. From yes. the crib. From the crib. Extra. How about that trip to Aruba you wanted to go on? <laughs> Come on. Now you're going. Now you go. If an extra three bands a month would um, drastically increase your life, uh, type that in the chat. Type in the chat. Extra three bands a month would change your life. Uh, so, Brandon, um, we know that we are interested in this. Can you assist us with this and how? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, really, for me, I've been writing resumes for over six years, right? And so mm-hmm. I didn't just wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going to start, you know, and I'm going to run this, you know, close to multi-million, a million dollar resume writing company out of thin air. You know, I went through all the struggles and the trials and the tribulations of trying to do it when I was in college and failing and coming back and then really understanding what's going to work. Because the biggest thing when it comes to resume writing is, and very simply with other industries, is your leads, your sales, right? Without a healthy sales pipeline, you, you could ha- you could be the best accountant, but if you can't get any accounting clients, it doesn't matter. You could be the best notary, but if you can't get any clients, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right? Nope. And so what I've developed is um, an understanding of how to get clients on repeat and on autopilot by leveraging really inefficient lead generation methods, such as platforms where you can register on and they bring clients to you. Some of them, you pay a, a fixed fee or you might pay per lead, but hey, it's only a certain amount of time before someone buys, right? And so what I do and what I've learned is how to get
get these sales on autopilot. And I actually invested seven months this year of into developing a, a really amazing course that teaches people how to get into this field. If they are looking for a side hustle that they can do from home, set their own schedule, make their own money, or if they're already writing resumes for friends, helping people out and never monetize it, it's like, whoa, you're leaving money on the table. And that's not monetize what you your do. gifts. And so monetize the course is super amazing. It only takes about a week to finish. It's A to Z on everything that you need to know to become what I consider a five-star resume writer. You don't want to write four-star resumes. You don't want to write three-star. You want to write five-star yeah, resumes that really hit, get people interviews. Because what's going to happen is that you're going to build a Rolodex of word-of-mouth business, referrals, and that's how you grow and scale your business. So everything in the course is there for you. An amazing sales chapter, how to set up consultations, how to you know figure out this scheduling software, the PayPals, all that. And then everything from understanding how the hiring systems work to writing these amazing resumes, everything that you need to know. If you didn't know anything or if you kind of were a little experienced, but you're just not monetizing this skill set. And so what I envision is a future where we have so many resume writers out there because clients need them. I can't help all the clients that come across my desk every day. And so I'm always referring business out to people. If, if we don't have the uh, the, uh, the um, actual manpower for it, um, these clients, they, they, they need the help. And so, you know, I always tell people just think about people in your immediate circle. How many people do you know who might be looking to get a new job soon or don't have a job? Start there, right? And then again, you just level it all up. And the beauty about all this is that you don't even need a website. That's one of the biggest people. Like, oh, I got to build this fancy website and you don't even need a website to start. You need to have a little simple scheduling software, a Calendly or uh, one of those scheduling things about $10 a month. You need to have a laptop. You need to have Wi-Fi, maybe Microsoft Word, and you're in business. PayPal is free. So, I mean, the the the, the barrier, to, the entry is super low. It's just about understanding everything from like an end-to-end flow, having your own writing process set up, and then it's just getting the sales and, and then just making the money. Um, I love it. I love it. I, I don't see oh. this industry slowing down anytime soon. Nah, I, I think it's a great business to get into um, and, and look an extra three bands a month can change around your whole life and and, and it's even go lower than that an extra $1,500 a month can change up a, a, your whole life so, so imagine yeah. if you really go hard at this thing and take it seriously and at least I posted the link below in the chat if any of you guys want to sign up you can, you can hit the link that Anna that, that Lisa posted shout out Anna Lisa I hope you're doing well hope you're doing shout well out, good seeing you the best in the business. Um, yeah, Brandon, thank you for the game, man. Uh, I, I hope our audience enrolls and checks this out and, and adds this to their arsenal of, of, of systems of income. Yeah. Any parting words Any parting words on, entrepre- on, on being a full-time entrepreneur? Yeah, I mean, honestly, and it's, it's you got to look for things that don't suck up too much of your time. And that's why I like resume uh, writing good. because I started writing resumes and we, we monetized this business. But look, I was also able to you know, start a trucking fleet because this yep. kind of stay at home, work from home type of kind of gigs that can replace your nine to five income or just boost you up allows you to have the time to work on other things because, hey, I might flip from a resume to like my trucking invoice that I got to submit to flip to, you know, looking at, you know, some new properties. So it's, yep. it's one of those things where it's not like you got to go out and you got to do it, which are amazing things to work on. Um, but it's about being able to leverage your time because time is money. And so that's yeah. why I always say you got to focus on things that don't take up too much time, but then also give you a lot back. Um, and it's scalable too. And so if anybody's really interested, I 
you know, I super, you know, urge you to take the course or, or hit me up because again, you can start as doing this as a solopreneur and then you can even move into, Hey, you got one or two resume writers under you and now you're making the sales and then they're doing the resumes and you're just making money on, on uh, autopilot. So there's so everybody many wins. Uh, opportunities, wins. but I, I always Im- implore everybody to just take the first step, you know, without taking the first step, you don't move any anywhere. And so, yeah, check it out. Um, follow me on uh, Instagram at Brandon underscore the resume guru. I got a lot of content. Why this is a great side hustle. I'm um, just more about entrepreneurship. Cause like, like you said, I, I got the real estate thing. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of the things going on. Um, and then we're also building some technology in this space as well, which is super cool. Um, even more tech to help resume writers efficiently manage their business. So that's coming out in the next few wow. weeks. It's called Right Seat. It's an order management platform. So now the whole thing is all web-based. It's super simple to manage and you can just scale up your actual business. So um, I'm very bullish on this space. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> Brandon Mitchell, the icon. Thank you for joining us, sir, for the Hatchway Podcast, episode 17, Making Money as a Resume Writer. Guys, click the link below to enroll. Brandon, see you soon, King. Happy holidays. Absolutely. You as well. Bye-bye. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Peace. You've been listening to the Hatchet's Way Podcast with Andre C. Hatchet. Be sure to follow Andre on Instagram at Andre C. Hatchet. That's A-N-D-R-E-C-H-A-T-C-H-E-T-T. Or if you want some of the flyest merch on the planet, go to ownorbeowned.co. That's ownorbeowned.co. And as always, you can check out how to become a successful mobile notary at notarybootcamp.com. That's notarybootcamp.com. We'll see you here next time. Yeah, let's come.